Hey, this is Tim McKernan, and I am here with Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and I have been a longtime Design Air client. What separates you guys from everybody else? It's becoming more common for companies to just get their foot in the door. They try to come up with different ways to upsell. They try to see how much they can make off of a customer as opposed to, hey, we're in there to do a service. We're going to do it well. We're going to do it for a fair price. I don't know how many emails I have received from our listeners who experience the incredible customer service Design Air Heating and Cooling provides. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222, because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Who's your favorite member of NSYNC? Uh, the lead singer. <laughs> I don't think we have to say his name. There's only one. Right? Last Mass. JT1. Dustin Timberlake. Yeah, that, that's what I got. Yeah, right. I, we all knew. Even in the early bands. A little past your time, wasn't it? No, I was alive. Well, I know, but boy bands were more like KG aged range. Well, I listen to all kinds of music, I just could never get into that. That's fair. Actually, I was listening to Renaissance while I was cooking. Well, that doesn't make it cool. Anything you like is good. But I'm saying I don't just stick to one genre. Oh, I'll listen to anything. I didn't even. You're a man of many textures. I didn't even like uh, alternative rock till I started working here. And I started listening to 1057 to point. I said, that's some great bands. I probably went to half the shows I went to last year were progressive rock. Hell yeah. Okay. Discovering new things, Doug. It's really great. The morning after, it's presented to you by Brian Crouppen. We are back here for the 8 o'clock hour. I forgot to mention, Doug, that we do have a guest at 9 o'clock. Who we got? I don't know if you know this, but Jeff Wadman, who presents our text inbox, who's yeah. also uh, will sell, buy or sell your home. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Outstanding real estate. You coming in? He's not coming in, but he's going to be on the phone okay. because I don't know if you know this, but Jeff Wattman is an assistant coach for the Incarnate Word basketball team. Oh, is he really? That's right. I didn't know that. And tonight, they are on a quest to set the Missouri State record for most consecutive wins. They have 123 at the moment, and if they win tonight, 124, the record is theirs. 123 yeah. wins in a row. Well, if you can't win at least 124 in a row, I don't think you've got to go you don't get, on. You don't got to go. the program headed in the right direction. Right, right. You're on the hot seat. Yeah. Once you, If you get right 100, then maybe we can talk, but... How many years is that? That's got to be five years or so, right? Yeah, he'll have more information on that at 9 o'clock, but they're... I'm surprised uh, they kept that record going, and you think at some point... They'd be leaving school to go to the game, and they see Cletus out there peeing with his girdle on. That would, like, just put him in all kinds of a frenzy, not be able to play. What now? 
Incarnate Word is wrapped by Normandy. Correct. So? And Cletus is taking a whiz with his girdle around his waist many times. At the high school. Well, you can see it from the high school if you looked. The dude's a fruit, man. <laughs> Timberfly. So they look Timberfly. out the windows of the high school and they see him with his girdle yeah, that urinating could, on the golf that course? That could be an image that can't get out of their mind. They'd be going in for a three-pointer and they see a girdle in their mind. Oh, brick. That's kind of far-fetched, but I just thought... <laughs> no, no, it isn't. No, could easily happen. Oh, he doesn't use it. One time I saw him <laughs> drop his pants with his girdle on and take a whiz right next to the porta potty Right next to it. Why would he do that? Why just walk in? Yeah. I would describe that girdle as seasoned. Why oh. would you even wear a girdle? There's a picture of... <laughs> yeah, I heard you. There's a picture of him standing with his legs crossed and his pants down and his girdle on with Florida Flower and Jeff Cox kissing Florida Flower on the neck. After you want to dote him or something. That's so lovely. God, male fellowship is so awesome. That, that's all we can talk about when it comes to incarnate word basketball? Uh, yeah, girdle aside, uh, we'll have Jeff Lobman on to discuss. He's also he's a big fan of the show, Doug, as you as you well know, and oh, he's a, a, a wonderful sponsor. He sponsors the text inbox, which is 314-881-TMA5. But he'll be coming on. Maybe he'll give us some Lottie's locks. He likes to, he likes to throw a wager around every once in a while. Yeah. But uh, he also wants to talk about, and this is a huge moment, man. They're gonna, they could possibly set a record tonight, as I think they take on Ursuline oh. to uh, set the record. That's a hundred. That is on a hundred and twenty-four straight wins. It's unbelievable. Raised. Yeah. Is it Carnot Word all girls? Correct. Yeah. yeah. And there could be another record set in women's basketball tonight. Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark. Clark yeah. Eight points to yep. become the all-time. She can score in women's hoops. Yep, she will uh, most likely get it. As she averages much more than eight a night. So yeah. uh, I was down in Springfield when Jackie Styles set the record. For all-time scoring? Yeah, she had the record. I think she's still fourth. Three people. This is going to be the third yeah. person to go ahead of her. But, yeah, she, I was down there. I wouldn't say I was covering it. I stopped covering it when I got kicked out of the post-game show after one show. Was that when you fell asleep? No. They told me I was doing post-game show for the Lady Bears. And I said, what? Why you keep throwing all this stuff at me? I took a job here. Uh, we can't talk about Caitlin Clark for five seconds, and it gets down to you, you, you. I tied into Jackie Styles. <laughs> but we weren't talking about Jackie Styles. We were talking about setting the record for points, and I said right. I was there when she set the record. Got it. Now this is going to be the third. I said I don't even follow her. chicks hoops. That's what I said. I don't. I did one game, and I after the game I went in and had to do the post game show back at Jock, and I just. Criticize Cheryl Burnett, and I was kicked off the show because you can't you can't criticize Cheryl Burnett. You're off. You were better <laughs> even then. I was just being honest. I mean, just you held the Lady Bears accountable, and they wouldn't stand for it. Hey, all I grade this hijacking a C, a C for creepy. It's from Brian Henson. Cheryl, uh, Cheryl became a very good friend after that. Still uh, friends sure. to this day. Yeah, dear friend, dear friend. Yeah, I do know her. I've met her. That's why she's a friend. Not can't say you're a friend and you never met somebody. I see tickets for this Iowa game going for as much almost four hundred dollars. Really? Yeah. Wow. I assume it's like uh, so many. Market. I bet the season ticket holders are very robust in that area. Like oh, the people gosh. have season tickets like crazy, yeah. and all the students will be out for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they played a game on the football field to kick off the season, or <laughs> yeah. it was like an exhibition, mm-hmm. and they've had the place packed. So, yeah, she's gonna, she is unbelievable, really fun to watch. We talked about her the other day. But, yeah, she most likely, uh, you know, barring essentially injury, yeah. will break the record tonight, mm-hmm. and that will be. Very cool to see. And I'm sure ESPN will put it on somebody somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It will be nationally televised 100%. I would have to assume. Mm. I would doubt that they would keep that Big Ten network 
otherwise. Did someone say Caitlin Clark? Let me tell you a story about me. Me, 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 me. That's from Big Tuft. Yeah, well, Doug just said that, and I was talking about Jackie Styles, so you can put two and two together. Figure it out. <laughs> well, he did figure it out. Well, evidently, he didn't. He just imitated you. Me, me, me. Oh. <laughs> well, I, can't, I can't tell a story here without getting jumped on. Okay, someone get Nikki Glaser to walk by the door or something. Maybe Ken will pick up on the scent and scurry after, thereby leaving the microphone for the meek and weary, for they shall inherit the show. That's from Brian Henshin. I like the writing style on that. That's why he's a real pro, Doug. He's a pro's pro. The meek and the weary shall inherit the show? <laughs> I, just, I like the, I like the uh, style mm. of that. You wish you could cover people like Caitlin Cross. You're still in high school. Caitlin Cross. Christopher <laughs> oh. Cross. Is he wore all of his clothes backwards, right? Is that right? Christopher Cross? He sang, didn't he, he sang Sailing. That was You're Chris Cross. Chris, Chris Cross. Cross. Yeah. yeah, Jump. Christopher Cross is who? Sailing. Sailing? Sailing, he was a sail- take me away oh, okay. to where I'm going. One of the great songs of all time. Is Christopher Cross? Not to be confused with Caitlin Clark, who is point guard for Iowa. Right. That song came out when I was uh, on my way to spring break. We had a quick stop in the Longboat Key. Love Even one. this story gets a Ken story. <laughs> I, was, I was just sitting on the patio overlooking the ocean, having a, a beer or a drink, whatever, and sailing came on. I said, what a perfect song for what I'm sitting here looking at. Mm-hmm. It is a great song. Uh, Kalen Clark, uh, Iowa game is on Peacock tonight. You can stream it on oh, Peacock. Is it? Yeah. Okay, well, do I have to have a subscription to that? I believe so. So I have to pay to watch the game. For me. So. I don't want to pay to watch the game. I just right, want to turn on TV away, and watch a basketball serenity. game. Let's find out. Oh, the candles can so my dad be miracles. It. Stop it, Ken! Just you wait and see. Oh, yeah, only on Peacock. Even me. That's terrible. It's going to cost me 11 bucks. Take me a month. 11 a month to watch this one basketball game. I guess you could cancel. Did you, did you not watch the Chiefs and Dolphins on Peacock? No, of course not. Serenity. But then you get so much of Peacock's wonderful Ken. programming. Just you wait and see. Okay, let's turn it over to you. Sing your heart out. Doug, what do you think about this Michigan club they're going to take on? Well, if they can stay healthy, they can upset some apple carts. But you, you like that point guard on Michigan, right? Michigan has a nice point guard who will, who will dish the ball off. Right. Not afraid to take a shot if she has it. Right, right. But her job is to distribute. Yeah. And distribute she shall. You think they'll run a zone against Kaylin Clark? There's times against Kaylin, Kaitlyn, that you're going to run a zone, yeah. and you might man up against her sometimes. Right, 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 right. I think a zone wouldn't be great, though. Ken! She can shoot the rock. Take me away. Ken! To where I'm going, always be. Blues playing that? They do. They take on Edmonton. Yeah, back home now. Yeah, how do you like that? Well, I'm happy to see him back on friendly ice. You (laughs) you going to the game? Uh, Tonight I won't go to the game. No. I I don't have tickets. See Biff Asher lately? Biff doesn't have tickets. I don't know. (laughs) You asked the question. I said, is Biff taking you in a while? No. Biff doesn't have tickets. Goldfinger's got season tickets. But on the Biff front is row. Well, Goldfinger doesn't call you and ask you. Biff does. Well, Goldfinger has called me and, and asked me to go to games. Yeah. How long do you think it takes to get the ganja smell out of there after that concert from Monday and Tuesday, Jackson? 
Um, good question. Do they allow smoking in, in the building? No, oh my no. They all allow it. Yeah, but it was going it. on. Well, I remember whenever we talked about uh, guns and hoses, like people were adamant that you were allowed to smoke cigarettes inside the Enterprise Center, or at least people did it. I yeah. don't know, but they were adamant. They're like everyone smoked cigarettes Absolutely. inside the theater. Witnessed is there, it. Is there really? any smoke? Why no. is it okay for some events and not others? It's the, it's the police. Who's going to tell them no? Does smoke come out of a wax pen? Uh, vapor, vapor does. Yeah. Well, most people smoke wax when they go to these things now. Right. There's no smoke that comes out, so you can't really smell it, can you? Uh, the smell will not linger as you would something like, I assume, like herb with, uh, or you know, like the actual plant would smell like. But, but that's I'm sure not there's the plenty police. of that. Why is it allowed for that? It, that I don't think it's. I don't think it is. Like if you, if we had the you know managing or the GM of the Enterprise Center's you know daily operations in here, they would tell you absolutely not. It's against multiple laws and fire codes, but doesn't mean it's going to stop people from doing it. It was more than prevalent the other night. I can imagine. Yeah, I, I assume any kind. Con- I mean, I well, post Malone concert. They should toss you out for doing that. Yeah, if they find out that you are, they're other going people to. shouldn't have to deal with that smell if they don't want to. Absolutely, I'm with you on that. Used Doug. to be hippies and freaks with smoke. Now everybody smokes. Hippies and freaks. Well, not everybody. <laughs> oh man, back in my day of concerts, you could even <clears throat> you could barely see the stage. There's so much smoke in that place. Uh, Doug, there's lots of Premier League games on Peacock, so there's some good stuff. That's from uh, that's how good the market was. It's been prevalent today. Premier games. I don't need any. <laughs> Well, you're gonna have to you have to pony up. You're gonna want to watch this Iowa team. Yeah, what's on the What's on the Big Ten Network that's that's bigger? Let's find out. That game's too big for the Big Ten Network. Maryland Cal wrestling. Probably <laughs> they, got, they got pushed out for a big network. So there's more money involved. Yeah, I mean the that it doesn't like this would be. I guess you could get more eyes on a game on Peacock than you could on the Big Ten Network. I'm Although sure I do have Big Ten Network on YouTube. I get more channels on YouTube than I did on Cable America. I actually get MLB Network and NFL Network and SEC and Big Ten. And uh, You get Northwestern at Rutgers tonight, Doug. On oh, the Big Ten. God. And then follow that up with uh, Minnesota, who uh, Missouri, the Missouri team. Has a win over Minnesota. Has a win over uh, yeah. Minnesota. They're taking on Purdue. So that's your two games on the Big Ten oh, Network tonight. God. That's Purdue still one or two? Uh, yeah. I think Purdue is still one, actually. Why can't ESPN take this Iowa women's I don't game? know. When we find out what's on a Thursday night for ESPN, is that not, isn't hockey usually on Thursday nights for uh, ESPN? I don't know. ESPN TV Network. This is good stuff. They right still here. have hockey? Yeah, oh yeah. They lost hockey. No, they didn't lose it. They, they, they brought it back. They ponied up more for it, yeah. ESPN Networks. <laughs> this is good stuff right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just your TV guide for the day. <laughs> but wondering what's on, TV guide. I, I I promote or I pitched a idea for a segment for me is around town. Wait a minute, you wanted to do something about you? <laughs> That's hard to believe. Uh, tonight, Dawn Staley is it Dawn Staley? She's a coach of South Carolina, I think. Uh, they're taking on Tennessee tonight, Doug, and that's going to be on ESPN. Oh, um, so they didn't get the Iowa game. Peacock did. They got another game. Is that a new report? Um, but then uh, oh, we don't know. <laughs> was that la- was that a highlight of last year's report? Or is that a new report? They're going to Poly Pavilion tonight and taking on UCLA. But my, Take that. But my, uh, yeah, back to you. <laughs> well, my premise was around town with Iggy. And every Monday, I let you know what's coming up for the week and the weekend as far as concerts, maybe some festivals. Uh, for those like without that. the internet. Well, maybe they don't go on the internet. Maybe they didn't even think about it. But, you know, and you'd have to scroll if you're looking for something. If you know there's like 9,000 things going on. I just pick out the big things to do over the week and the weekend, where to go, and... 
Why don't you do that along with your cooking show? It was just you an idea. The tripod? It was just an idea. Well, go ahead and do it. Nice. Get it started. No, you were in the meeting. We're throwing out ideas for things. I'm not going to start doing it. Why not? That's how things get rolling. You don't always get a paycheck, big paycheck right at the start of it. You get it going, see, it becomes would, popular, and then the, it gets would sponsored. Would the three of us do uh, the DraftKings uh, pick'em game if it wasn't sponsored? Would you just sit here and do it every week? I think we did there for a while, didn't we? No, we didn't. Got sponsored by Jamie, and we started doing it. But I do think there is like a, a chicken and egg thing where like if you can provide, like people are listening to this, and there's you know plenty of engagement, then a sponsor might be more inclined to purchase it just as opposed to just like on your word that there will be, you know? I, <laughs> I don't mean to. Well, that's how it works. <laughs> I don't mean well, to. You got to produce something so they can see, let me hear what I'm sponsoring. I, I do it for two weeks and somebody texts in, hey, love that segment. Let's get it. No, you do it and then you show sponsors the segment. Here's what we're doing. Would you like to be a part of that? Right. You can't just say, I'm such a genius. Just trust me. It'll be great. And they throw money at you. Well, you'd have to see what comes of it. Like another segment I want to do is, you know, I always talk about a documentary I just watched or I'm watching this new show or, hey, I just saw this. If I do that once a week, Iggy's Picks of the Week, what to watch, I'm not going to do that and say, hey, any interest? Well, you don't know. So what you do is you start it. You get a sponsor like uh, you don't want to watch this, uh, you don't watch this documentary on some skimpy-ass TV. Go out to Bob's Big Bargain and get yourself a nice three B's, Doug. Get yourself a nice seventy inch, five uh, G. Watching in in surround sound, that could be the hook. But you do it and see if anybody goes out and buys a TV from Big Bob's. They don't. Well, it didn't work. I liked the copy. I think you just roll with that. Get a seventy inch, five G, baby. Surround sound. Mm. Bring the heat, Doug. Yeah. I think I, I'm in. I like it. I like the idea. I just think. May you, I join I, you? Yes, you can. <laughs> I think you do it for a couple. I mean, it would take no effort to just like for two weeks go three minutes. Yeah, but some of these watch. things we would do because they're sponsored. Otherwise, no, no. I'm not going to waste You're my time. You're not going to do this. Right? I'm not going to waste my time telling people what's what's going on around well, town. What else are you doing? <laughs> You're wasting your time watching TV with no potential to make any money. What from does that it? got to do with the show? Well, but you brought. What am it I going to do instead of watching TV? I'm going to sit at home on the couch and. Hey, Big Bob's got a special this week. Yeah. Who's going to hear me? I'm at home. Well, you might be able like, to get that kind of sponsorship uh, if just, you put together just, this little segment. Just make up sponsors, and then that'll bring more people in. You, you start like get... saying, you know, like, oh, we're sponsored by, uh, we're sponsored by Boeing. You know, it, Boeing presents you Iggy's Picks of the I'm Week, just and then you just do it. I'm just trying to hopefully make the station a little money and maybe get a live spot or two. Right, and we're telling you how it works. How you does produce, it work? You produce something. You say, here's a pilot. Here's an example. All right, you got your dog treat be. thing there. Did you talk about <laughs> dog treats for free for we've, about a month before somebody gave it to you? We've talked about it on this show for years. The show already exists. They know what they're getting. They don't know what they're getting with your new product. Answer my question. I just did. Did we talk about dog treats for a month before you got the sponsor? We get all the sponsors because the show is already here. They know what the show all right, well, is. Well, I've been about. on the show for seven years. But they don't know what this segment. They don't you're know me. About. They know you. They don't know me on the show. They don't know what this, a question. Se- this segment that you're talking about making. They don't know what that's going to be. When did you do a dog treat segment before they brought up? Before they came on board? You don't get it. I'm saying the I, show here You're exists. right, I don't. It's not just dog treats. It's every other sponsor we have is here because the show has some track record of success and gaining an audience. 
the little segment you're talking about has no track record yet, so the sponsors don't know what they're getting until you produce them a sample of it. All right. What track record do you have for dog trees for the cowboys? <laughs> uh, you're fighting uh, an uphill battle here, Doug. That's it. Jack says officially let the prisoners overtake the guards. I meant like the prison guards, not mm. the position in your semi-contact sport. Oh, and you can definitely smoke at Guns and Hoses. That's from Carlos yeah. Spicy. Especially on the, right, on the, right on the lobby. Bob, Bob's big bargain stopped offering layaway. Don't go there. <laughs> That's from a new poll eligible. I am sure a lobotomy doctor would sponsor your stupid-ass show ideas, you dork. Papa is really showing off that work ethic for the Hall of Fame he should definitely be in. That's from Dogtown Ty. Mm. Ken's scolding Doug for having live reads, such a weird frex. It's impressive. How does Ken set life watching movies or whatever bit already? It's called TMA, as hijacked by Kenny Strode. You are doing it right now. You did it during the opening segment. Oh, my God. It's from Brian Henschen. Mm. Gatesworth them. That's from the total package. Oh. I would. If I could get a sponsor deal there, I'd go oh live in the Gatesworth tomorrow. My son. That Ryan. is one hell of an idea, buddy. <laughs> Plowhawk, even while he's out. My son Ryder's 17th birthday is today, and he loves watching you guys. It's from Big Pick Energy. Oh, well, hello, Ryder. Ha- happy, happy birthday, birthday Ryder. Ryder. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, brother. How do you, how do you spell Ryder? R-Y-R-Y-D-E-R-S. Right. Well, okay. Ryder's, he was using. Possessive. Apostrophe, yeah, yes. Yeah. There was no apostrophe in it. To What's the origin of that name? Couldn't tell you. I can tell you, Mike Ryder is the exec- executive producer of 101 ESPN, but his yeah. name is spelled like a bike rider, R-I-D-E-R. And that's okay. his last name. His first name is not Ryder. Yeah. We just call him Ryder. And he's great people. Is really, really. Good? Oh, he's outstanding. Okay. Love that, Mike Ryder. Uh, multiple choice. Arguing with Iggy is like arguing with A, a toddler, B, someone with a brain injury, and, or C, an animal. That's from a Newpool eligible. Not many choices there that I like. Yeah. What about D, all the above? Or, or, or E, none of the above. Yeah, none of the above. Whenever all the above was on a test on a question, uh, question on a test, it's just I really always wanted to pick it. I all, it always smelled like ah, it could be all the above. Yeah. Yeah. But at least with multiple choice, you had a shot. Yeah. If you knew nothing, you still had maybe a twenty-five or thirty-three percent shot. Yep. Totally. True, false, fifty percent. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of tests like that mm-hmm. in college. I guess they give you tests like that because it's easier to grade. Yeah, I mean, especially in college. It doesn't show your real knowledge of much. Right, right. especially in college. Easier to, and it's much e- lot easier to cheat, too. <laughs> yeah, the short answer is going to be tough to cheat on. Yeah. You can't have verbatim answers, but no. you can have the same answer. Hey, can I give a shout-out to a former sponsor? Hey, please. Long-time sponsor. Nice guy. Uh, stopped sponsoring because he had too much business. Mark Melton? Yeah. Uh, took care of my taxes. Both the, both the uh, state and federal, boom, already in my bank account. Look at you. Not a lot of money, oh, but some. Oh, well, he's good. Yeah, so thanks, Milty. 1040 easy? I don't know what he used. That's probably what he used. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, we got some audio here from our friend Stephen A. Smith, Doug, and it's discussing how you know if you found the one. Oh, God. Oh. More love little... talk from this guy. Yeah. Let's take a listen. At Matt's Celtics writes, how do you know if you found the one? Yeah, here comes the voice. Are y'all ready for this? 
Are you ready for this? Listen up, everybody. For all of you whippersnappers out there that's having problems finding the right woman, let me tell you something right now. You might think it's exciting times. You might think it's sex. No. <laughs> you might think it's all of those different things. But let me tell you the number one thing where you will know your woman is the woman for you. When you are bored out your damn mind. Oh. There ain't nothing to do. There's nowhere to go. There's nothing exciting on the horizon. All you're doing is laying around. She might be on the couch downstairs. You might be upstairs or vice versa. You might be in your man cave downstairs. She might be upstairs doing whatever the hell it is that she is doing. That's how you know. <laughs> you can have great sex. And the minute you finish, you want them gone. But when you are alone in each other's space, her voice doesn't annoy you. Your voice doesn't annoy her. You two enjoy being around each other. You don't give a damn what you're doing. As long as you're together, that's when you know. That's when you know. It makes no sense whatsoever. That's pretty sage. Is that groundbreaking advice? No, I was thinking that. I was like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of base level if you can enjoy being around each other. Uh But he's just talking about not being around each other. You're down in your man cave. She may be upstairs to me. You can't even see each other. That's when you know you love each other. Well, I think there is an element of that where you can do individual activities while still like in the same home or same area and be totally comfortable doing said individual activities without feeling like you need to entertain each other. Mm-hmm. And you can also be so that. bored with each other that you don't even stay in the same room anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'm watching that. TV. Go away. I'll go upstairs. Stay away from you. Right. But, that's a t- terrible example. <laughs> but but you'd, you'd be hard pressed to find any couple that has been so completely in love oh, yeah. that they're joined at the hip for their entire marriage. Right, right, totally. And and uh, that, You might be for the first few months, the first year or something, yeah. but just human nature being what it is, after a while, everybody needs their own space. Right. And I've also heard, like, the idea of, like, being okay, like, being silent around one of each other, like, not being afraid of silence, where yeah. it's like you're not talking, but you're still hanging out, enjoying yourself, or you're not, like, feeling the need to fill the air with stuff. Forced conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Yeah, and I it's, think, not, it's not groundbreaking. No, I wouldn't describe it as groundbreaking, but it's certainly Stephen A. Smith's view upon it. Yeah. You know you found the one. When you're just so tired of her, you go downstairs, you want to jerk. <laughs> she upstairs knitting. I realize that's the one. I don't even want to be with her anymore. I want to put her in another room. That's the one. I have that impression. She also needs to wield a big old strap on. It's from oh, I shave my balls she for this. Doesn't. Well, I don't kink shame. I do. I certainly do. Since when have you become a sex expert on this show? I think he was doing a special Valentine's Day edition. All his right? questions were based around love. Yeah. That's his podcast. He That's doesn't not even have a girlfriend. Take. I don't even think he's in love. How would you know? I think I've heard some things when he's not dating anyone or he's not married. He's definitely not married, but he might have some interest. I mean, he's a pretty famous, wealthy man. I'm sure the women love him. He makes, what, $12 million a year? Yeah. Speaking of contracts with ESPN, KG also sent a link that Chris Mad Dog Russo has landed an ESPN contract extension. This comes from Front Office Sports. Russo will continue with Stephen A. on First Take. Now, what we audio we just heard was not from First Take. That was from the Stephen A. Smith show, his podcast. Um, Russo is having a career renaissance at the age of 64. 
The sports radio legend has landed a multi-year contract extension to continue on first take. Sources with knowledge of the deal tell front office sports. Uh, It does not look like there's any monetary value that we know about. Um, Probably 10 mil. But in January, first take with with Russo's feature had its most watched month in its 16-year history, averaging 680,000 viewers. That was up 21% from last January. So Chris Russo. I, I can take him in small doses, and it gets to be too much. Yeah. Little intense. Yeah, little yeah. crazy. Seems a little manufactured. Yeah, um, but he's uh, he's certainly a legend. He's you know one half of Mike and the Mad Dog tandem. That was mm-hmm. the definite. I mean, changed sports talk radio forever. Did they just yell at each other when they were together? I don't think I ever heard their show when they were on together. I don't know. That's a good question. I would have to think there was a lot of back and forth between the two of them. Yeah, I get it that they're both popular and a lot of people listen, but. How do you recoup? Let's just say he makes eight million. Well, with Stephen A. Smith and on the same show, that show costs twenty-two million dollars a year. How do you recover that? And that's without any of the, the backup people, behind-the-scenes people, and the yeah, just the two hosts. Twenty-two million. I'm just yeah. guessing, making eight million. It could be more. Stephen A. is making fourteen. Uh, let's just cut it in half. You get half of what Stephen A. Smith is making. Twenty-one million dollars for two guys on one show. I, I just don't know how you recoup that much money. No, I don't either. But they must, or they wouldn't do it. Well, as you know, uh, Disney and ESPN are having some issues. uh, Have done some serious rearrangement over the last uh, about 36 months. And so I don't think everything is going super swimmingly over there. But uh, I would think that their their kind of main panel show, their main discussion show, they wouldn't be totally upside down on it. they got to make some sort of profit on it. But as, as talk show hosts ourselves... We know that we have a special talent. Right, right. And every dollar we make is is more than justified. And earned. It's earned. Right. Right. And, and we're underpaid more than anything because damn right. we're damn informing right. the public. That's right. The, people wouldn't have known where to watch this Iowa women's basketball game tonight. No. And it's on Peacock. Right. And because you, of us. Right. Rutgers Northwestern will be on Big Ten Network. Where's my 20 milli? Yeah. Well, give us our money. That's the point of my segment. What's going on around town? What's on the tube? What do you want to watch? It's on the tube. That's a good way to frame it. Not needing to fill the air, so like the anti-Ken on this show. Heck, he doesn't even need a pocket of silence. He just needs a microphone in front of him, and even then, he cannot be stopped. That's from Brian Henschen. Why don't you get a new shtick? (laughs) Why don't you actually text something that makes sense? Thank you guys for the birthday shout-out. It means a lot. That's from Big Pick Energy. You got it. Yeah. Younger, well, you know, I, I put myself back in those shoes. I was 17. On my 17th birthday, I can guarantee you I was listening to this presentation. And, uh, you know, it would have been it would have a nice feeling it would have been to have all the boys say, you know, happy birthday. In right. high school you listened? You better believe it. In the morning? Oh, yeah. Live? I, absolutely. Weren't you in class? So I would drive. School started at 730. Drive to school listening this is the 920 day, so I turn it, tune it into my old 1997 Pathfinder, Doug, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd listen there. And then as soon as I got out of the car, headphone in, and my first period class was study hall. So I would go into study hall and continue to listen. Really? Oh, yeah. All, every day. Every single day I podcast the teachers didn't care? Well, the study hall, I was totally fine. Yeah. I wouldn't do it if I had a different class first thing in the morning because you'd alternate days. But, yeah, I'd listen every single day. That's, yeah. And I would take kids home from basketball practice, and I'd be like, if you're going to ride in my car, you got to listen to this dumbass show. Really? Yep. Do you have any teachers that you knew were listeners? Oh, good question, KG. Uh, I have found out since yeah. that there were some very uh, loyal listeners who were working there who have uh, who've greeted me with their, their very arte and that I am on the program now, considering. Um, 
but at, at the time, I don't think so. I, I, a professor in college one day, I wore a TMA uh, hoodie, and he looks, and it was he saw the TMA. He goes, "You kidding me?" I was like, "I was like, oh yeah, free dough them." And he was like, "Wow." <laughs> was, was it Mizzou? Yeah, it was a professor. Yeah, a good, a great professor too. A professor I really liked. They let really him liked. teach college students. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I think, I think he was like, it was very clandestine. You know, he's oh, like, keep it on the low. Sure, yeah, yeah. Don't tell anybody. They text in. This, this particular professor does text yeah. in. Oh yes. no! Oh yeah, oh. great guy, great guy. We get another thing every day: birthdays. Listeners' birthdays, not famous this is celebrities' birthdays. Sketch you're gonna do? Not a sketch, a segment. Well, let's do famous birthdays like, too. Former, uh, a longtime listener, and comes out to all of our events. Tim Randleman, his birthday today. He beat me in the first round of, or second round of the fan page club. Another page. listener yeah. with a great family, Dan Henschel. It's his birthday today. We just go through listeners. Um, and that's going to be the show. There's two. <laughs> there's two listeners right there. Happy Doug, birthday, Doug! Famous birthdays today. Uh, Guessing game. Initials. Give us initials. All right. Uh, the only one that there will be any pe- people might know, MTS. Mike Thomas Smith. She is turning 29 Mary today. Tyler Smith. Nope. Why don't you just throw out the name? We'll guess the age. That's better. Mm, let's see if we can get the, get the MTS. name. MTS. Uh, uh, Margaret Thatcher <laughs> Stoneman. <laughs> This, this is the payoff for guessing the names. Was that uh, it? The middle name is the, or really Megan the. Megan the Stallion. Bingo. Okay. Megan the Stallion turns yeah, 29 today. Isn't it the Stallion? The. Megan the Stallion. Um, and then also a 21-year-old rapper, Doug, by the name of Lil Poopy Turd. <laughs> Lil Poopy Turd? Is that what you said? <laughs> That's his name? No, Lil Poopy. Oh, turns thought, 21. Oh. Yeah, okay. turd, but that would work perfectly. I thought that's what you said. No, Lil Poopy turns 21 today. I, I've listened to a lot of hip-hop. I've never heard the name Lil Poopy, but welcome. Welcome to the presentation. Why Who wants you want Lil that Poopy? to be your name? Let's see if I can get him on for tomorrow. Yeah, he's probably this, worth about $30 million. This is what I mean about the dumbing down of America. We have a star named Lil Poopy. <laughs> I mean, how stupid have we become as a country? Do you relate to a huge dump? Oh, yeah, this one I, I'm not aware of. Will Poopy is someone. If someone if someone wants to text name Will Poopy, that's a certain no, business. I think go out and drink legally now. Yeah, shout out. Weekend turns 33 tomorrow. The weekend, Doug, but there's no E in the weekend. I know. Course, that's cool, man. To misspell it is cool. It's actually, I, I actually did the research behind it. The weekend had, to, so he dropped the E in end because there was a famous Canadian band already called The Weekend, and to avoid copyright, he dropped the mm-hmm. E in weekend, and then it became like a stylized thing. <clears throat> or you can just find another name. Yeah, theoretically. Or spell week, W-E-A-K. Oh, yeah. But then that, yeah. wouldn't that kind of lead to like, oh, maybe this person's weak? Does it matter? This guy's yeah. named Little Poopy Turd. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting him to sit on my face for a while. Still hasn't. Oh, someone said Iggy is still way overpaid. I've been waiting for him to sit on my face for a while, and he still hasn't. That's from the stay-at-home, self, the self-made stay-at-home will do, Mom. Self-made stay-at-home will do, Mom. Will do, Mom. Read this dumbass text. <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to sit on your face, Ladoo Mom? I think that's what she's implying. <laughs> Why? Oh, look at this. Ray King sending in a picture of uh, him with child, raising them right. Little guy is already sick of Iggy hijacking the show. Oh, oh look at that. It looks like a, a brand new baby. Yeah, sure oh, how, does. How darling. Uh, it's my birthday in 49 days. It comes from Beer Cats. You use your kid to trash me. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Hey, Doug, I'm having Subway for lunch today. Thanks from the total package. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't need to know what anyone's having. We're all having lunch, probably. But you like when people take a picture of it. I don't it like it. And say, like, you know, look at me, I'm having yeah, lunch. Look how fabulous this meal is. Yeah. I Most posted of a picture last lunch. night of my flounder. You, you will post your dinner semi-often. Yeah. Every once in a while. If I'm proud of it. Okay. Doug, you ever cooked no. something and said, boy, am I proud of this? No, well, yeah, but I didn't feel like I needed to show the world. What's the end game there? What are you looking for? Nothing. Just here's what I have for dinner. That's kind of something we talk about in QFTA with like what is the idea behind posting on social media? Like is it all essentially a brag? Like any post you make on social media, is it a brag of some sort? Or And we're not saying like definitively it is, but then what is the rationale behind like posting a picture on social media if not for yeah. looking for – some sort of... Some would be to have a, a voice, get your opinion out there. I some guess. like Twitter, I would say, but like yeah. Instagram more specifically where it's all pictures. I don't know. There's uh, something I do, like Instagram. What's the point of posting a picture for your vacation? Right. That's that kind of the question we're asking. Mm -hmm. And that's, I'm not saying it's wrong by any means if that is the case, nor are we saying that that is definitively what posting on social media is. It's just, it's an interesting thought you exercise. Could, you could poo-poo you could everything somebody posts. Right, exactly. People just like posting things. Oh, we got married yesterday. Here's... Pictures of our wedding. You could poo-poo that. Who cares if you got married? You know you got married. What do you? What do I care if you got married? That's stupid, you know, because maybe some of your friends want to see the one at the wedding. They want to see it. Sure. Some people want to see, you know, they love. No, I love to cook. I wonder what Iggy had tonight. Here's Salisbury steak. You think I'm humble bragging on a Salisbury steak? I suppose if people are posting photos of their wedding or something, then you just have friends that you don't need to have. <laughs> maybe cut your friends list down to real friends and real family, and then you'd like to see some of those pictures. Social media is the embodiment of look at me. It's the assumption that people care about what you do. It's not good for us. That's from Danny Tanner. Well, it's not all dig yeah. me, but a lot of it is. Yeah. I don't think I've ever posted anything about dig me. Maybe when I posted the picture of me and Lady Gaga when I met her, I wanted everybody to know I met her. How about when you post pictures of yourself wearing a Speedo? Ooh. Well, that was way back in the day. But she's posted it. It's, it's kind of just a shot at myself. How is that a shot at yourself? It depends on how I use it. I'm not, I'm not posting it to look at me. I got a Speedo on with a big package. <laughs> well, what else would be the I purpose I don't know. It would, it, would, it would have to do with what I posted. It'd it would be usually, a shot at you if you had it before and after. It would this usually make sense. Like. Here I am now. It would usually make sense to what I was posting. You know, like maybe if I do a cooking show promo and I say, hey, coming up tonight, I'm going to cook. Uh, you never know. I make it topless, and then I'll post a picture of me in, like, the Speedo, something like that. How about when you posted you've made the St. Charles Bowling Hall of Fame? Well, there's a lot of friends that I used to bowl with that are friends of mine that maybe didn't know, just wanted to know, hey, I made the Hall of Fame. But So that's a look at me. No, just my friends say I'm in the Hall of Fame. I mean, it's not something to brag about. Hey, I'm in a bowling hall of fame. It's not like it's great. <laughs> well, if you say it in that voice. Yeah. It's just, you know, like um, maybe Deneen Richards, Deneen Renz, who I bowl with as a junior, Chris McClellan, people like that, that I didn't call everybody. Hey, I'm in the hall of fame. No, but if I post the picture, it says I was inducted last night. Then a lot of my friends said, oh, congratulations, Ziggy. You know, you'd like to know. There are people in the hall of fame. I didn't even know they were in. What about Scuba Wenneman? What about him? <laughs> Did, does he know? I don't know. If he saw Cinema the post, DM. he did. Uh, Doug, someone sent in a picture of their dinner last night. I, why? <laughs> green beans. Wow, that's groundbreaking well, stuff. It looks pretty good. It's like chicken masala. Peanut butter and jelly. Are we supposed to say, gosh, I wish I had a dinner? 
I haven't eaten in years. And if you're upset about me posting the food pictures, I'll just stop bringing food in for you. I'm not upset by any of it. We're just trying to figure out the purpose of it. Right, right. I don't know why I give it all to you. Well, you're the one doing it. I know. Last, Question yourself. And last week, I sitting there getting ready to make dinner. I said, why did I give Doug six pieces of... I ate them all. Swordfish. <laughs> I could have kept two for myself and had dinner tonight. Right. I Iggy, ate them all. Iggy cooked a fine meal last night. Crab and taters. Viva Lestro. That's from Smithy. Well, on crab and taters, it was stuffed flounder with crab meat, and I had creamed spinach and fried potatoes. Tater tots? No. I peeled some potatoes. I boiled them till they were semi-done. Put them in some hot water, in some cold water to, you know, kind of shock them so they didn't get all mushy. Then I was ready to go. I put them in some butter and oil, and I fried them. That sounds like a nice little tater tot. Oh, a tater tot is... It's the whole potato. It wasn't shredded potatoes. The tater tot isn't a whole potato. No, it's shredded potatoes, and it's fried. This, these weren't shredded. It was oh. a cut potato. So there were chunks chunk, of potato. Just a chunk of potato. Yes, fried. Well, they put a little Parmesan sauce in there with a little pepper. Well, it sounds lovely. It was good, yeah. And you got all the rest of it. You got two big old flounders. Well, what a big meat. treat. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Eggs. Uh, so coming up, we're going to close out the 8 o'clock hour. On the, other si- uh, <laughs> on the other side of the commercial break, we're going to have Jeff Lobman, who presents to you the text inbox and is a wonderful sponsor of this presentation, but he's also the assistant coach of Incarnate Word Basketball, and mm-hmm. they are looking to set a Missouri high school record with 124 straight wins. They're at 123 now, trying to get to 124 straight wins with their game against Ursuline tonight. So we're going to talk to him about that, maybe get some Lies locks. Let's talk it over. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Loyal, loyal listener of the presentation, and we're very uh, proud of his work uh, with the Incarnate Word basketball team. Maybe so he can help over. our own games. Yeah, I got a game tonight. I got a rec league game tonight. Maybe so. you can get a tip. Uh, yeah, Lord knows. You think yeah. a threat position? Yeah, triple threat, a rocker step. You think yeah. us four and Plowsy could beat this undefeated team? No, we would get smoked. No. You think? Absolutely. I can't hardly get up and down the court. We would get smoked. Yeah, if I was back in my intramural days at Broadwood, yeah, we'd, we'd win. I don't know. I think we, it would get we smoked. We could just count on you. <laughs> we would get smoked. I don't think the five of us, the four of us plus Plowsy are beating many people, to be honest with you. Squ- squads of fives, high school or otherwise. No. I don't think we're going to take on No, I'd be cherry-picking. No. I'd just stay down at the other end. If you, you get a rebound, just throw it down. I'm standing down here. I'd, like, I'd be curious to see what your basketball outfit would look like. Because I've never seen you in a pair of athletic shorts <laughs> or a T-shirt. Wear, I'd probably wear sweats. Okay. And like a quarter zip. You don't wear sweats to play basketball. <laughs> yeah, no, what they warm up and then they just kind of rip them off. I'd wear those the whole game. Yeah. And that, this, this shoe choices would be interesting. We wear those things. I have, I have one pair of tennis shoes that are <laughs> Pumas. <laughs> so those are, all right, so we'll rock with those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. An okay. old white pair with the black Puma. I, 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 I'd be curious to see Plowsy's jumper, though, because he put 28 on Livingston. So we got that in our back pocket. Oh, well, and I averaged 27.8 in intramurals. So 20, you, had, you had 0. 0.8, 27.8 in yeah, a kept, game where they kept, didn't keep we, stats? We kept stats for the Did thing. you? Yeah. These were the guys who got cut from the basketball team. This is essentially pickup games, right? Well, it was a, it was a weekly, a nightly, a weekly thing. Mm-hmm. We had uh, like six teams, and um, we played once a week, and we kept stats. Somebody kept stats of who had points and who won, lost. So there were stats. I didn't just make this stuff up when I put it in the Eaglette. <laughs> I wrote it myself, and I put myself as a high score. It was weird because the byline says, Intermural Sports by Kenny Strode, and it says, and a uh, quote from Kenny Strode, the league's high score. <laughs> I quoted myself. Mm-hmm. Another look at me gesture. <laughs> yeah, I started back. way back then. That's the definition of a look at me. But that was before the three-point line, wasn't it? 
Oh, yeah. So you were chucking. Yeah, you were chucking. Yeah, I couldn't get it that far. And we couldn't dunk back then either. Right, and that's the only there thing went, that was stopping you from flying game. like a bird. Yeah. Yeah, that's your game. You're, you're, you play above the rim. Yeah, that's pretty good for me. certainly did. That's pretty good from the elbow. And I, you know, jive and juke and have a layup. I'm sure you were great. Sure, you were fantastic. Jive and juke. Wow. Uh, all right, we're going to have Jeff Lobman on the other side of the commercial break, and then we'll have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. You can email in at the morning after at insidestl.com for that. You are listening to The Morning After, and that's presented to you by Brown Group.